The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Um, love this story and I wanted to find out a little bit more about it. Uh, a group of Alberta-based doctors and nurses are preparing for yet another philanthropic mission to Bolivia in January. Uh, Dr. Kathleen Jones, Dr. David Cote, Nurse uh, Jennifer uh, Peace Evans, and Marianne Nacarato are part of Canadian Volunteers International Development Society. And uh, Kathleen, Jen, and Marianne join me in studio right now. We're still waiting on uh, Dr. Cote. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for having, Thanks for having, for having us. us. First, us t- someone tell us about um, the ca- Canadian Volunteers International Development Society. I believe it started in Edmonton, didn't it? Yes, it did. Okay, it did. Yeah, we started it about um, 12 years ago, and it started with a group of another ENT surgeon, Dr. Uh, John DeTopa. And ENT, you mean ear, nose, and throat. Correct. Okay. Correct. And he started the organization because he wanted to look at something at... As, as his, as he was getting older, he wanted to be able to give back to a community, and he knew a priest in um, Ecuador, uh-huh. and so that's where we started. We started with the priest in Ecuador arranged for us to get involved with an orphanage. He arranged for us to get involved with communities there, um, providing water, providing homes for seniors providing chickens, providing <laughs> food. So that's kind of where it started and okay. sort of where, and then we've just evolved and since then. And it's just grown and go- grown. Dr. Jones, how did you get involved? Um, it just kind of worked out that um, I was talking to some colleagues um, and I uh, I had learned about uh, about the Bolivia mission and um, just asking lots of questions. Uh, then one of the nurses came by my clinic um, seeing if uh, I had any uh, hearing devices to donate and we started talking, it was the same mission and uh, just kind of connected the dots from there. So you are uh, the owner of and a doctor at Profound Audiology, right? Oh, uh, yeah, Professional okay. Audiology Clinic. Okay, Professional Audiology Clinic. So. Uh, and and Jen over here, and I and I call you Jen because I know you that I should probably Jennifer, uh, no Jen. So how did you get involved, Jen? Um, they really needed a nurse. Uh huh. And I here you waited. are. <laughs> Have you gone on one of the missions before? Yes. And what was that like? It was eye opening. Um, it was really cool to make an impact. Yeah. Dr. Cote just uh, jumped in here. Nice to see you. Nice to see you. Sorry, I'm uh, no. always a couple of minutes late. It's, it's okay. Now, Dr. Cote, you are a doctor of, oh boy, otolaryngology. No, I can't say it. <laughs> As good as it's going to get. Um, otolaryngology, head and neck surgery, yes. Okay, all yeah. right. So Head and neck surgery is just fine. Okay, head and neck surgery. Thank you so much. So how did you get involved with, with this organization? Um, I've been part of this organization from day one, actually. I was doing uh, missions to Central America and South America since I was a medical student over ten, wow. over 20 years ago, I should say. I wish it was 10 years ago. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I did my first mission in uh, 1999 in Nicaragua, and ever since then I've sort of, you know... I, we always say that people, the first time that they go out, it's either it's going to click or it's not going to click, uh-huh. and it's either going to be the thing for you or not. And it was a thing for me. And so when I started doing my surgical training, I was working with one of the surgeons, and we did the very first trip to Ecuador, which mm-hmm. was the first trip for this organization back in 2006. Yeah. 2006. 
Um, and so we were going to Ecuador every year for several years. And then we branched off into Bolivia about four and a half years ago. We started doing uh, pilot missions into Bolivia about five years ago. And we just had really good connections. And because the needs were so high there, it seemed like a really natural progress as the organization was uh, getting bigger that we had the capacity to do more. So what is it when, when you get, when you are in Ecuador, when you go to Bolivia, what is it that you're doing? Uh, it's a combination of work. So um, it's not just drop in the bucket. And of course, when we're talking about the the disparity of access to resources for healthcare and for other uh, necessities for uh, daily living and sustaining life. Um, it's it's huge. It's huge. So uh, what we do is really very small. But what we're able to do when we go on these missions is a combination of doing clinics, de- uh, delivering care. We do surgeries, and we also help train some of the local surgeons who don't have either the equipment or necessary skills to help the patients that they see. In addition to the healthcare side of things, we also do a lot of sustainable development. So. We've built schools, we've built wow. homes, um, built wells so that we've got sustainable and secure water because you know, ultimately that is a fundamental of life in, and healthcare is to be able to have clean, safe water sources. So you're in no surgery on people when you're there? Yes. Okay. And yeah. so how would they how would they find you? How how do they know that this group is coming to their town in Bolivia and um, we have this issue and you're going to be able to help out with it? Well, we're really lucky that we've got very good collaborators on the scene there. Some of the local surgeons that will that are aware that we're coming and so then they uh, put up uh, public announcements several months ahead of time knowing that we're going to be there to uh, screen and uh, the patients that would be most likely to benefit from what we're able to visit to do in that very short visit. Uh, so we yield very high uh, yield clinics for the first few days that we're there and pre-selected surgical patients that they know that they cannot care for themselves down there. So what kind of ear and nose surgery are you doing and what, what differences are, are you making uh, for these folks? Um, it's a combination of, of different surgeries depending on what the patients need. Um, in what terms would be of, typical? What would be the most, I don't know. The so there's a lot of chronic ear disease down there and it's, it's beyond what, what they're able to manage so often very very aggressive uh, infections or cholecystomas mm. and we've had some with very young kids where it's actually you know entered into their skull bases that oh they're basically otherwise would be um, it'd be life-threatening for them uh, and for and fortunately I've got a, a colleague Dr. Yuna Wang who's from the University of Calgary who comes and she's a, an otologist and she's done special training in ears and she's able to help with that and we've I've you know, asked a lot of friends over the years to come and help with yeah. certain patients that I that I certainly don't manage here, and none none of us do anything that we don't do locally yeah, da- yeah. down there. It's not about. Uh, it's about providing the highest level of care that we would expect for Canadian patients to the Bolivian population. And uh, also fitting with uh, hearing aids and, and helping helping people be able to hear. Is that part of it? Yeah, um, we have such an amazing team. So um, everybody brings... Um, special skills and uh, um, so it, it's amazing so uh, once we've determined if they're not a surgical candidate um, if we can help them with hearing aids um, we 
have devices that have been donated um, that we can help both children and adults. Wow, that's fantastic. So, uh, Jennifer, I'm curious to know what the experience was like for you when you went down. I mean, Dr. Cote said, you know, it either clicks with you or it doesn't click with you. Obviously, it's clicking with you if you're if you're going back. Tell me what that first mission was like for you. Eye-opening, heart-wrenching, all of the above. Um, I got to hear people here for the first time. What's that like? Like instant waterworks. I'm like, I'm just thinking of those videos I see on Twitter and it gets me all, you know, when someone hears for the first time and it gets you, it's like, oh, is it dusty in here? It's very dusty. I mean, that's life changing. Yeah. It's life changing. Um, you do this for a living. You do this for a living. That must be um, what a gift. What a gift for you to be able to be a part of it and see that. It's, it's a gift uh, not only to be helping the patients, but I think it, for me it, it's also the gift to be able to train the surgeons down there who are going to be continuing that work once we leave. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's no shortage of patients here in Canada that we can help and, and get that same kind of feedback, which is always amazing. Um, and I'm very lucky to do what I do uh, here. But to be able to sort of uh, to train surgeons down there to be able to give that gift ongoing and have that sustainable development is really sort of the 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 impetus behind what we do okay so when are you heading to bolivia january 24th and dr cote isn't gonna say this but (laughs) people actually came from all over the country to watch him doctors that's cool it was pretty cool so you're able to teach you're able to teach and pass along that knowledge imparted there and, and, and you know, move it forward, which is wonderful. Um, so January 24th, how long are you going for? We're going just over a week. A week. How many people will you see during that week? Uh, Marianne probably has those numbers better than I do. I would guess that over the four days that we run the clinic, we'll probably see about... 100 patients a day. Wow, 100 patients a day. 80 to 100 patients so a day. So this is a busy, busy, busy time when you are there. Very busy. Um, Dr. Jones, what is it like for you to be a part of this? Oh, it's um, it's good for the soul. Um, <laughs> it's a reminder of how, how fortunate we are. Um, like Dr. Cote said, um, you know, I, I see people here. The, the need is high here as well. Um, it's just it's just on a whole nother scale though mm. right? um, so those those videos you do see on on, yeah. on the internet or social media where people are reacting for hearing for the first time we see that every day yeah and uh, and so it's intense it is intense so um, how does this get paid for <laughs> anyone anyone we do a fundraiser once a year, and the and in April is when we're going to be doing it this year. I can't even remember the date. And then we fund um, on our own as well, like because we have other projects, many other projects that we want to um, continue doing, and so we have to do a little bit extra fundraising and and gain more funds. How much more? Right now, we're looking for thirty thousand dollars. Oh my! Wow. Okay, that's a big hunk of cash. It's a big hunk of cash. Um, so if there is a if there is a Santa out there that uh, maybe has a little bit of extra cash and wants to help out, where would they go to do that? Oh, okay. Back to you, Kathleen, or back to you, to you, Marianne. Sorry, we have a website, Canadian Volunteers for International Development, and on our website we do have a donate button on there, oh. so we could go directly to the website and donate. Okay. Or I'm sure that. 
we could um, run something through. We can pick up. We yeah. can run something <laughs> through the station. If However, someone, if someone yeah. has the money, you'll find it. Yeah, they'll find it. Uh, they'll okay. find, it. Yeah. They'll find right. us. Uh, again, the, uh, the the organization is called Canadian Volunteers International Development Society, and I was amazed to learn that this was in, that this was started in Edmonton. So this is homegrown and uh, homegrown doctors and nurses and Edmontonians who are taking their their talents and their expertise and are helping those elsewhere. They're doing their job here all the time, but they're going to take some time. See, up to 100 patients a day, which is absolutely amazing. Um, Dr. Jones, Dr. Cote, Jennifer, and Marianne, thanks for doing this. I mean, we know that Edmonton is full of volunteers, and we know that Edmonton is full of people who are willing to give back, and you're doing that, and you're making a difference. And I'm going to say tip of the old Ched hat to uh, all of you. And uh, best of luck on the trip, and I can't wait to hear or the trip. It's not a trip. It's a mission um, on, on this work mission, and I look forward to hearing more about it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you. So much.